welcome to a Christian and a Buddhist walk into a bar. My name is Jamal and I'm a Buddhist. I'm Jacob and I am a Christian. And I'm Noel and I'm a Christian. <laughs> He's not, ladies and gentlemen. That was Jamal imitating Noel's voice as we record the intro for this episode, which is the third and final part of uh well, Noel's conversation with us, I guess, Jamal, where Noel has been interviewing us, we've been talking about uh, impermanence, Ten Commandments, the nature of evil, good, virtue, suffering. Uh, and now, what do we get in this week's episode, Jamal? Uh, well, first off, uh, you should absolutely go back and listen to the last two episodes because um, jumping back in from here may, may confuddle you more than we normally do. We're not responsible for what happens if you listen to this without listening to the other two. <laughs> no, it, it, yeah, viewer discretion is... is is, uh, is is recommended um no so th- this this week um noel actually answers our questions and, and and we get a chance to talk to noel about some things which is great and i'm i really enjoy learning a whole lot more about him and his perspectives uh, on christianity and and all things spiritual we'll see you on the other side if i can come back to the question about the nature of the conversation that you've had over all mm. of this time um what would be if I may ask, what would be the one thing that you feel these conversations have led each of you, like like this, an area that now you must do more explanation of or exploration of? You know, you can't have these conversations without leading to some area where you think, oh, goodness, that opens up a whole new mm. avenue of thought, mm. exploration for me, discovery. And I'd be interested to hear from each of you what you feel these conversations have opened up for you that you have needed to explore that you didn't realise you needed to explore beforehand. I think for me they've they've made me really deeply explore really bad jokes. <laughs> um, like there's a whole world out there that I, I did not know about. <laughs> Um, yes, and we'll see if Jacob's got something as deep as that to offer. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I, I can give a serious answer. Um, my, for me, I think, like, I, I, I think I spoke to it at the start, but like the extent to which our society and our core beliefs as Western people are Christian. Yep. I think for me, like I've really had to like, like it's like one of those things like once I've seen it, I can't unsee it, mm. you know? And it's like the extent to which you just, as soon as you start looking, you see it everywhere and you just see all of the layers at which it, it, it operates, which I think is just deeply fascinating. Um, So for me, it's really forced me to explore. And I think, I think I say this to you a lot, Jacob, this, this presumption of God, you know, mm. I, I think I do a lot more presuming God, um, when I talk with you, right, and 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 I do a lot more of like, a, I'm going to give you that premise and let's work from there and let's explore that. And you know, it's not something that I think I, you know, I I, I wouldn't say that I've suddenly started to to kind of experience God or anything else because I, I I haven't. But I think I think I've got a much better understanding of God in the world than I did before. You know, mm. I think you, you hear a lot of people talk about mm. how God is in the world and how they experience God. And I think I get that a lot more mm. now because mm. I think I'm doing so much more presuming of God, you know, because before these conversations, I never really presumed God. I, mm. I, I kind of saw mm. things as just, you know, just kind of, you know, 
natural or whatever else whereas now because i'm forcing myself to kind of constantly go okay like what does this mean and how is this seen from a from a conception where you do assume that god exists Mm -hmm. um i think i'm seeing that experience that people have in a much deeper way um than than i ever have yeah Mm. Mm. thank you Uh, what about you jacob well that like connects with what i was thinking because i i I'm not sure if I've got something where I'm like I I have to go and find out more about this, and and maybe part of that is just because as we like maybe part of that is because as we've had the conversations, like I've I've done some bits and pieces of that of like you know jumping a bit more deeply into we, we talked about mindfulness and the commodification commercialization of mindfulness but also the commercialization of prayer that we've seen over COVID-19 and and these kind of things um but I think it has like given me a different lens through which to look at things and and not so much perhaps kind of society and culture and and things in the world and the newspaper and whatever but as I'm reading theology to to kind of think well what might jamal think about this particular concept or like I, I mentioned reading augustine this afternoon and i i made a note in the the book i was reading of like this seems a little bit buddhist like you know like augustine probably didn't know any buddhists but there's like there's definite overlaps there mm. um and i remember uh, probably not all that long before we met Jamal or well, not all that long before we did the podcast or something, having a, a class in my world religions class with a Greek Orthodox theologian coming in and speaking to us. And he spoke about how much um, the, the Greek Orthodox tradition kind of has learnt from Buddhism in particular. He, he was talking about how their philosophy is that there's, or their theology is that God has something to teach them in all other religions. That's kind of how they approach religious dialogue. Um, and and there was a part of me listening to that that goes, hmm, really? And and then I've discovered this for myself, right? Like and finding finding those parts within Christian theology that have resonances or points of contact with Buddhism, or at least Buddhism as kind of you've described it and hold it, and that that both validates the theology to an extent of like well there is something there is something universal here about human attachment right like that's something just about the human condition and buddhism sees it and describes it in a particular way and christian theology seems the same thing and describes it with similarities and differences but also that helps me to notice maybe sometimes what is what is distinctively the the christian contribution here and what is just something that we all see, something that's common to the human condition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you, you've had a chance to quiz us about all, all the, our, our kinds of uh, beliefs and things and how we do this podcast. I, I guess I'm just interested from your perspective, like how – so I, I'm not sure how much you've listened to the podcast before today or how much you've walked in and kind of listened to what we've said here. But like, so what are your thoughts and, and what interests you about these conversations and – and, you know, what do you feel is the kind of the kernel of truth or the, or the lessons here that, that we can take out? No, 
Yeah, good questions, Jamal. Um, probably uh, three things emerge immediately. First is um, echoing something I said at the beginning of our first conversation, um, and that is that these conversations seem to me to offer a pathway of hope for a world which is increasingly polarised and increasingly unable to hear one another's point of view because uh, the labelling that we engage in attributes motive and front ends a conversation with all sorts of assumptions which means that we can actually not receive one another as human beings. And uh, I've not had the opportunity to listen to these podcasts before but when uh, Jacob told me about it and gave me the invitation to be part of this, I thought I would love to be simply because there is a friendship which goes beyond the conversation and the ability to maintain friendship over and beyond differing philosophical, political, religious, um, you know, theological, economic theory, whatever it's going to be, um, is a lost art in our world. And I, I just love what's happening here. I, I think this is a big takeaway for me about the broader principle of how we need to go forward in our uh, increasingly um, disintegrating uh, societies. Um, the second thing I'd say is that um, I've appreciated the fact that each of you have a certain vulnerability. Uh, you've got a, re a, a real enough explanation, a real, a real enough understanding that none of your explanations are going to be entirely sufficient, that every worldview, every system, every philosophical structure is going to leave room for something unexpected, intrusive, and that therefore we as part of a common humanity are able to learn from one another. We don't need to sit in the teacher's chair to tell one another. And my own uh, theological conviction um, is that God um, communicates to us through this creation, not apart from it. And we receive wisdom from him in more than one way. Um, the, the third thing I'd say is that in the discussion so far, we nudge around those issues which are a part of a common humanity. Uh, all humanity needs some sense of meaning. It looks for some explanation for who we are, why we are, how we are what the world is, what it means, where it's going, where we're going as part of that. And it also, every society in some way, looks for something that transcends itself and each individual looks for something that transcends him or herself because we realise somehow as a society or as individuals that we are just not a complete universe in ourselves, you know. Um, and these themes have emerged in our conversation tonight and from what you've said, I think they've emerged all the way through your conversations. Uh, certainly as I've worked in um, ministries of chaplaincy, counselling, pastoral care, um, academic work in the university sector in the UK and so forth, um, these great themes are constantly 
the theme of research uh, across disciplines. And the more we're talking to one another, the more we're learning from one another and clarifying one another's thoughts. And I have enough confidence in God who has revealed himself in Christ to believe that he will communicate to us all what we need to know. You know, I, um, a friend of mine said once many years ago that I'm very glad that God is bigger than my stupidity <laughs> and that he's, the world does not hinge on me getting the understanding of all things right, you know. So he travels down many a path uh, to bring the truth of the universe to us. And uh, so I, I sit in this space um, fascinated and encouraged. I also think there's a common theme in what you've both been talking about, and that is the place of receptivity. Receptivity is at the centre, I suppose, of what I understand Christianity means. Um, we receive all things, our existence, this creation, um, our relationship with God and our relationships with one another as a gift. And therefore the response to that is gratitude. And in a world without gratitude there is no hope. In a world without thankfulness there is no joy. Uh, so to hear this common theme of receptivity coming through the conversations also I find deeply fascinating and wonder where that would go over time as you converse further. But, um, I'm sorry, Jamal, uh, I've lost the question, but I did say three things oh, and that was three that, of them. That, that, <laughs> was, that was more of an answer than, um, than I could have hoped for. No, and I, I find that really really heartening to hear right because I, th I think yeah. you know, your first point around um kind of these conversations needing to be in the world i mean this is the whole point of why we started this you know we um i, I don't know if we've ever told the origin story of, of this podcast um have we told it on the podcast before if we did it was ages ago right, so. well, we can tell it again but um so you know the, the origin story of this is um jacob and i have a mutual friend um and i was, uh, shout out to Jonty. Shout yeah. out to Jonty. Yeah, uh, I, I was. I was at the. I was at Jonty's house for dinner. Uh, Jonty was. You know, we were just chatting, and you know, me and Jonty have occasionally talked religions, uh, religious things. I, I think I actually met Jacob at Jonty's birthday party yeah. years ago, and we we talked about Buddhism for a bit, and it was it was kind of interesting. Um, and then, um, Jonty mentions to me that uh, that that uh, his pastor Jacob is, uh, you know doing this ministry course and kind of kind of you know, looking for non-christians to have conversations with as, as part of a kind of course of ministry training as i understood it right yeah like cultural engagement stuff. Yeah. yeah uh and and was like oh do you want to go and meet up with jacob and, and have a conversation and I was like, yeah sure why not so so we met up um at a bar we met up at a bar which is, which is where it started um we met, we met up at a bar um for what was supposed to be the first of four conversations right um uh, yeah and and jacob had you know this list of questions that i'm I'm sure some some well-meaning uh, lecturer had given you. Here are the questions you ask a non-Christian, um, and we started on that list of questions and got you know about an hour, an hour and a half into it, and we're like, oh, it's probably time to go. And we've answered three of the <laughs> ten questions we're supposed to answer, uh, and so that kind of evolved into I think what was supposed to be four questions, uh, four sessions, turning into about ten sessions. Uh, at the end of which, it was like, well, 
this this has been really enjoyable really in, you know this has been a super interesting process you know um we should have more of these conversations and maybe we should invite other people along so we mm. started you know rocking up to the bar we went to once a month and you know bringing some friends along and then that kind of turned into a you know well you know i'd been wanting to do a podcast for a while but i'd never quite landed on a concept that was like unique enough because you know every single middle-aged male in the world has a podcast and i just didn't want to do one of those like shout out to will anderson (laughs) shout out to everyone um and yeah so um i I, yeah i just didn't didn't want to do another podcast about some random thing that i was interested in that there are 15 about already so and I, i kind of the conversations with jacob kind of had this thought in my head of like oh actually here's finally something that I don't see enough of, that is unique enough, that isn't in the world as much, that actually maybe me making a podcast might add some value for, mm. you know. Um, and so, yeah, it just kind of started there and, and we we went on and, and now here we are. And I, and I would say, you know, no disrespect to Jamal's agency, but kind of my thinking when Jamal um, suggested this and you know, part of why I said, yeah, let's do that was like a, like this is the Holy Spirit doing stuff here. Like that, mm. that was kind of my reception of it. Like the Holy Spirit can even work through this Buddhist that doesn't believe that the Holy Spirit exists, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or sorry, exists for me, but maybe not for yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, I, I, I am both Holy Spirit and non-Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's also, you, you mentioned um, uh, related to the listening, I forget quite the way you, you worded it, Noel, but... Part of the the rationale behind this podcast, and certainly the way that we understand ourselves, is um, and and maybe why we're comfortable with knowing that we don't have a complete answer and we can't quite capture everything in a philosophy or a theology, is because we we very intentionally come to this as non-experts. Yeah, like I I have a completed degree in theology now which i did not have at the beginning of the the podcast so jamal calls me more of an expert than i am i think you're, but, you're at least a professional <laughs> yeah, sure <laughs> whatever that whatever that means um but yeah it be because we're not coming to it as as experts we feel no pressure in and of ourselves to to know all of the answers to all of the questions or quite frankly to present any view of Buddhism or Christianity that is other than kind of our experience of it and mm. our understanding mm. of the theology as best we can. Um, and, and actually, as I think about it, of conversations in the world around in t- important topics, if I think of experts who I've known and and spoken to, it it seems a not not universal rule, but pretty commonly that people who are genuinely expert have a tendency to be very humble about their field. It's Mm, the sense that the the more you know, the more you realize that you don't know. Mm. Um, And that, and that's just a really, a really interesting reflection on kind of conversation and, and othering and, and really listening to people like, my my New Testament lecturer at um, at Bible College, who who is, you know, has published extensively on Mark's Gospel mm. and the Synoptic problem, and like is, is an 
absolute expert in this, is telling us as students that he wants to be learning from what we're saying in class and all of this. And like that, like there's a, a humility to that. And I'm not suggesting for a moment that we're, we are experts, but what we are expert at, Jamal, I think, is knowing that there's a hell of a lot we don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's what hopefully with the intention of the podcast makes it relatable. Exactly. You know, yeah. um, you know, I we, we we don't do almost any promotion of the podcast, so we're stuck mm. on about fifty listeners. Yeah. Uh, we oh, are, you I, say stuck on? We've gone from like twenty five that, up that, to that's whatever. True. We, we've now. doubled, yeah. yeah. But yeah, and I, I have grand dreams of one day waking up and somehow we've cracked into some algorithm somewhere 70. and have like you know a thousand <laughs> people. But um, but but like I, I think partially what makes what we're doing here relatable, and and I think partially why I think even you know, the, you know. The, there's an impermanence of all things at some point in our lives, hopefully many years down the track, this podcast will cease to exist. But I hope that... I continue know, to maintain it's going to be a problem if you become a Christian. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to end. But, um, but, you know, but, but, you know I, hopefully the conversations we have are still valuable and in the, you know, in, the, in, in the internet of everything existing forever that someone will stumble across them in 100 <laughs> years' time and still get some value from it. Absolutely. Um, you know, um, in that, you know, the... The the idea is that it's relatable, right? That mm. that that we accept that we're not, um, you know, experts or you know, mm. at least in my case, professional, or that we we have mm. we have um, very, you know, sub optimal understandings of lots of things. But it's that process of us learning and us kind of discovering and bringing what we do know to it that I think hopefully people who are listening can look at and go, oh. I see my gaps in knowledge there in the same way mm. that that these people acknowledge yeah. their own gaps in knowledge. Mm. Um, uh, can I just reaffirm uh, what you're both saying? And as an illustration of this, um, I just listened last week to a podcast. Uh, one of the participants was uh, Professor John Lennox, who's a mm. professor of pure mathematics at Oxford, um, and uh, in the conversation, he was one of the most humble, self-effacing blokes you could imagine and clearly saying after all this time and research there's so much I don't know mm. and I I wish I don't know how old he would be now but as an elderly gentleman I'm just getting started <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a beautiful way to conduct a conversation sorry Jamal no 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 that, that one it just jogs my memory this time a Christian and Buddhist walked into a bar uh, and, and, and John Lennox was in the bar. Oh, really? And, and yeah, they, they walked in. This you know, famous mathematician, John Lennox, is in the bar. And so they, they go up to John and they go, "Hey, John, how you doing?" And the, they they go, "I, you know, have a conversation, have a beer." They're sitting down, and you know, they're asking questions about like you know religion because that's what they do. They're in a bar and they're a Christian and a Buddhist. And they go, "So, <laughs> so, John, you know, you, you're a Christian." And John goes, "Yes, I'm not sure if John is or not, but yeah, you know, for, for, for this joke, he is. He John's is. a Christian. Yeah. So, so, John, you're a Christian and you're a mathematician, like." what's your favourite book of the Bible? And John goes, oh, it's, it's easy, numbers. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> that, I could have guessed that one. I'm t that one telegraphed. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's great. Mm. Um, There's a lot of numbers in numbers. It's a ridiculous book on many levels. <laughs> it is, it is indeed. It is indeed. It's right, everyone does it. I, I heard on the weekend about... Um, the various Buddhist suitors and like, and in the numbered suitors, this is number four, two hundred and seventy-three. And it's just, you know, okay, I, I, I don't know what that means. 
yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not sure where we're up to for time, but one thing I had wondered about, uh, and we might not have time to answer it. Oh, but we always have time. Is there, is there one thing after all of these conversations where you, th- each of you would say, I've changed my mind on that? Whew. I'm just waiting for for Jacob to go contradiction and then then my my work here is done. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think I've changed my mind on that. Um, I don't know if it's that I've changed. Well, maybe it is I've changed my mind, but but, but because I've learnt, I feel like I have a much better understanding of karma Mm. than I did previously and and mm. my understanding of karma is probably still really rudimentary and scratching the surface of of what it is theologically within buddhism um but we we kind of have this view of karma as kind of like it's a, the the good things on one side and the bad things on the other side and they've got to balance out and all that but but it's i i don't know that i can explain it well but it's a much deeper um, concept than certainly I had conceptualized previously um, in, in the way that it's sort of um, I, I, I don't know if I'm getting it quite right Jamal but like kind of the the way that it, it's not so much the way things stick to you and it's not quite so much the giant ledger in the sky but like the I, I, I know enough to know that the tropes that I've learned about karma uh, are wrong. So, so I would now be very, very hesitant to um, use karma in in a sermon illustration or something like mm. that, um, as is often done in Christianity with karma being kind of analogous to the law and the the rules mm. that you've got to obey. Because it's just not. Um, and I'd, I'd I'd be kind of probably more hesitant than I was before to just you know, casually refer to, oh, that's good karma or bad karma or whatever sure. it is we sort of do in, in Western. And so that, that's, I don't know if it's changed my mind, but it's definitely changed the way I treat karma as a concept. Yep. Yeah. What about you, Jamal? Um, I think, I, I think I've probably, I, I, I might've alluded to this kind of in one of my answers before, but I, I think I've probably changed my mind as to as to whether or not I know God, oh. and, and, oh. and I think I, I think I, I remember reflecting on this, and I think it, I almost reflected on it at the time, but it probably took me listening back to it. But it was the um, it, it was the episode we did with with Tanya mm. where um she made a comment around you know knowing God and that kind of thing, and mm. I think my initial answer was oh well I, I don't know God, and then she pushed me on that, and I. Um, you know, kind of thought about that again, and I think, I, I think, if I think about it now, I, I think I've definitely, you know, I, I for most of my life, I've presumed that God doesn't exist. I, mm. I've kind of gone, well, yeah, God doesn't exist. So, and even from my relativistic sense of like, oh, well, God doesn't exist for me. So, like, mm. I, I don't have God. Or I don't know mm. God. Whereas I think now I can absolutely get behind. Still, from the premise of the fact that God doesn't exist for me, <laughs> I I can get behind the sense that I do know God, or that mm. I can experience God in various ways. Mm. Um, 
that might be quite different to the ways mm. that, that, that you both experience God because mm. I, I have a very different conception and a very different kind of set of uh, presumptions I make about, mm. you know, whether or not God is a, uh, a, a daver in 300 eons into their 500 eon life or, or, or whether or not they're, um, you know, the, the God that you understand. But I, I, I think I have actually changed my mind on that. I, I think I have shifted in this sense that I can probably, I probably now would say that I have an understanding of God and a relationship with God, even if it is one with, with within the kind of theology of God not being what you might, consider god to be in terms of kind of you know all-powerful mm. almighty kind of creator of everything kind of mm. thing mm. Mm. if i could like add to my previous answer as well I, I think i have a greater understanding of maybe have changed my mind on that there is good in non-christian religions which mm. makes me sound like i was some terrible horrible bigot kind of a year or two ago before we started this. And and what I mean by that is I I now have a non-theoretical understanding of there being good in non-Christian religions because I, I would have would have told you beforehand that there can absolutely absolutely be non-Christian people who are good and who the the image and goodness of God is reflected in and so on. And I I would have said something along the lines of it, it would have been something like you know perhaps there is truth in other religious traditions and and where that exists that that is kind of a, a reflection of god's truth that is found fully in christ and and i would still say that that is the case that the truths we find elsewhere are kind of um Christ coming to us by another route, perhaps to put it that way. But but what I mean by kind of finding good in uh, uh, Buddhism in, in this case is that, that I've discovered things that I've learnt through Buddhist theology as, you know, kind of brought to me by Jamal that have a, a ring of truth to them that I've not learnt from Christian theology mm. and that are not incompatible with the Christian theology, but I've discovered them in Buddhism and not in Christianity. Mm. Uh, and and to kind of, to, to experience that in a non-theoretical way mm. has been new for me. Yeah. And mm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really glad, I'm really glad to hear that. I'm really glad you've been able to, to, to gain that from, from our conversations. Cause that's, you know, that that's, yeah, that, that that's part of the point, but also partially, it's it it's a it's a new understanding, and I think it, it the things that we don't know that we don't know are all the things that are the best <laughs> things, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, look, that is probably all we have time for. But look, thank you so much for being here, Noel. It is a great honor and pleasure to have you. Uh, thank you. I've just enjoyed being here so much. It's just been fantastic. I feel very honoured. Thank you. Oh, we're the same. Well, Thank you. Yes, Noel. and uh, anybody else who has anyone else that'd like us to talk to, please put them in touch with us. We can be found at christianbuddhistbar at gmail.com. We certainly can. The music, which you are about to hear, I swear, honestly, I wasn't ready with this, <laughs> is by the wonderful Kevin McLeod, as it is every week. 
And if you've enjoyed this conversation, uh, we have a back catalogue of um, uh, less than 50, more than 30 episodes. <laughs> um, listen, share some with a friend. Um, you know, we would love you to spread the word and maybe one day I will wake up to uh, more than 100 listeners. I, I'm, I keep setting the bar at, at different levels, Jacob, but, uh, but share it around, please. It'd be great. And we'll see you all next week. Yep, bye-bye. Uh, I can understand the comment earlier about uh, the depth of bad jokes that this yeah. has led you to understand even more deeply. Um, we want understand is a word, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Suffer through. <laughs> oh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah.